Blog Talk Radio. Everybody and welcome to episode 71 of Trendlebed Tales. For those of us, if anybody is listening live, I am sorry because I'm about five minutes late getting started. My brother came over again and every single time he gets me going on something and then I lose track of time. So uh, I apologize for that, but we can get going. But before we do anything else, then let me just do a little bit of housekeeping. And our primary thing to tell people is to let you know that if you want to call in because you want to listen when you're out on about on the go, or if you uh, have a question or a comment, you can always call in while the show is live at 714-242-5253. That's 714-242-5253. Or toll-free, 1-877-633-9389. That's 1-877-633-89. Let me say that one more time. Toll free one eight seven seven six three three nine three eight nine. All right. And Sunday, I have an episode set up, and we're going to be doing our last one of the Disney episodes. Uh, I know probably those of you who aren't Disney people are tired of it by now, but I do have one more episode that I want to do where I talk about sort of what we did and what worked or not and why we are so glad to get ready to go back, which won't be for a few years, but I hope are always hopeful. Uh, and then I uh, that'll be our travel episode for the month. And this is the me talking about something episode. Uh, so we will see uh, about the rest of the schedule then. Hopefully I'll have uh, something else to tell you about next week. And with that, I think that is enough that uh, we'll call that good for the housekeeping. And that gets us going on looking ahead. Now, I have been working on getting the information for getting us ahead uh, on what's going to be going on in Laura Ingalls Wilder fandom this year. Uh, you may have seen a couple posts come out. I've got uh, a couple more left to go. The, some of the smaller sites don't have their schedules out yet. Uh, and I also put just uh, published one on... William Anderson's appearances. And let's just talk about that a little bit first. I think probably the big event this year, the way Pioneer Girl was the big event last year, this year's big event is going to be a book that uh, William Anderson is going to be coming out with. It's going to be available starting March 8th. 
and it is the selected letters of Laura Ingalls Wilder. Uh, I'm pretty sure anyone who listens to this podcast will know that William Anderson is the big Laura Ingalls Wilder scholar and is uh, the, and he thinks that this book will be really the last new publication coming out of material from what was left when Laura died. So this will probably be the last substantial big new thing that comes out. And we're all very excited about that. Can't wait to to hear about it. And it is supposed to be out starting March 8th. I think you can count on any of the home sites getting it. Uh, It shouldn't run out the same way Pioneer Girl did because it's coming out through um, a bigger press. But uh, at last time, the home sites proved much better at getting copies than anything else. So if you want a copy, you want it first thing, my advice, order it through a home site store. Also on the book front, there are two new scholarly books that are coming out. They aren't brand new, but this is a new edition. Uh, and they're coming out in paperback. That's Little House Wong's Shadow, Laura Ingalls Wilder's Impact in American Culture by Anita Claire Fellman. And it has in the references a reference to me. Uh, and a letter I had, had written her a long time ago. Uh, so that's kind of cool. And then uh, there's Laura Ingalls Wilder and Rose Wilder Lane Authorship, Place, Time, and Culture by Johnny Miller, which is a collection of his various essays that he's he's published about Laura. Uh, there's also been a, some more revival in the, in the 90s. There was a while when it was really uh, kind of in to uh, try and make the Little House books as much like the American Girl series at the time as possible. And uh, they were doing very well, so making a lot of sales, and that was Harper's big ideal to try and make Laura be like the American Girls. And so uh, they came out with all these kind of craft books and cooking books and Light song books, and they those seem to be coming back around again. So if you didn't get them the first time, you should have a chance now. Some of them are out already, but I think there's going to be more coming out this year too. All right. Oh, and uh, I should just say one more thing about Bill Anderson's. If you can't get to one of his normal appearances at the home sites, he's going to be speaking at various places at home sites or at bookstores around the Midwest, this would be a great time if you live in the Midwest to get a chance to go and get a signed book by Bill. So be sure you check out that list. All right, to kind of go through the places chronologically that when the order Laura lived there. Coming up in Pepin this year, they are trying to have um, a bigger, turning your annual meeting into a bigger event. You don't have to be a member in the the society to come to it. It's free. And they're going to have a newly uh, acquired and restored reed organ played by a guy who restored it and is an expert on 19th century organs. Uh, his name is Dave Zahn, and that is going to be at, on February 2nd at 7 p.m. They also... On February 7th, which again is when I have 
my uh, birthday celebration every year. So we're going to have an on-air birthday celebration. But if you're not doing that and you're somewhere near Wisconsin, they are having a 149th celebration of Laura's birthday on February 7th at 2 p.m. The celebration is going to take place at the birthday place uh, cabin on Sunday afternoon. They'll have hot drinks, birthday treats for anyone who braves the weather to come out. If the weather is too bad, they do have a snow date, which would be February 21st. And their Laura Days, which are always a cool event. And uh, I'm going to be speaking at again this year. In fact, I just called yesterday to confirm my hotel reservation. Uh, is going to be September 10th and 11th. And that is in um, Pepin, Wisconsin. So it's always a great place to visit. Now, uh, the second place that, of course, Laura lived is Independence, Kansas. They, as I talked about in the looking back for 2015, have changed directors again. And the one who left was the one who was really pushing the small living history events. So far, the only thing they have on their schedule as far as events in the coming year is Prairie Days, which will be on Saturday, June 11th, 2016. It's a very nice small event. And if you have a kid who wants to compete in a Little Miss Laura contest, that is the one to go to because there are a lot fewer people there and they have a good shot at winning. So bear that in mind. And it's a nice event, even if that isn't what you're trying to do. So if you haven't been to Independence before, that would be a real nice time to go. Walnut Grove is doing their Fragments of a Dream pageant again this year. I just posted a blog post about that last night, reposted it from a report I did on the one on attending in 2012. And it, I'm really pleased. It has some nice pictures. You may want to take a look at that on the Trundle Bed Tales blog. Uh, but they're going to be doing the pageant again. It's July 8th and 9th. 15th and 16th, the 22nd and 23rd. The Family Festival is something they have come up with to give people who have come out early for the pageant a little extra things to do. It takes place in the town square park. They have um, food vendors of various kinds, things like bubble tea, which is awesome. Uh, They have uh, vendors with crafts. They normally have at least a couple of people doing Laura book type things. They have um, various games. They had uh, a um, you know portable miniature golf thing. They had the cornhole game set up. That's where the Little Miss Laura contest begins. They normally have music or speakers on the um, band, um, bandstand there in the park. And that'll be on Saturdays, July 9th, July 16th, and July 23rd from between 11 and 6 p.m. Check back on the Walnut Grove Museum's website as it gets closer to for a full schedule. One of the things that's going to be extra special, and if you are a TV show fan, you are going to want to aim to get to Walnut Grove for the July 16th and 17th. That is when uh, Karen Grassel, who is the actress who played Caroline Ingalls, or Ma, on the NBC TV show, is going to be visiting. Now, this is her second return to Walnut, or her second time to Walnut Grove. Her first time was when the show was still on the air, and it's really kind of a funny story, because she was bringing her costume to wear, and the airline lost it. 
So there's all these pictures of her wearing this very 70s polyester uh, pantsuit with a bonnet that they'd given her at the museum. And uh, so this time she'll be there, hopefully in the right clothes. <laughs> and uh, you know, it should be fun. She was one of the living actors who did not make it for the big 40th anniversary thing. And I have heard a lot of excitement in the Little House in the Prairie TV show fan community. So I'm thinking it's going to be a pretty big turnout. And if you are interested in meeting up with a lot of your fellow Laura fans, that would be a good time to go. Burr Oak, Iowa, is next in our agenda. They have a Sketty Supper and silent auction every year to kick off their season. And it's usually in February. This year is February 12th uh, from 5.30 to 7.30 in the evening. And they have an, uh, it's a fundraiser for the museum, a nice event. Advent Christian uh, Church Open House. Uh, that's the church by the cemetery at the top of the hill. You drive by the cemetery on your way to town, but you have to, to actually get to this particular church. You have to drive all the way through town and then it's up by the main gate of the cemetery and uh, there's a parking area kind of there. So they're going to have an open house there May 30th, 2016. That's Memorial Day from 9.30 to 2 p.m. Their Laura days is they're still sticking with the end of June. There seems to be bad weather luck that day or that particular weekend, but they're going to be doing that again, June 25th and 26th. That will be the 40th anniversary of the event. So I'm going to, um, I'm not sure for sure if I'm going to be up there yet or not, but I'm going to try and make it because it'll be nice with the 40th anniversary. Uh, they don't have any uh, special things planned for it being the 40th yet, but I am sure that will come in the year. The They have a new event this fall. It's called the Fall Fest and Used Book Sale. It's going to be on October 10th. 2016 from 10 to 3 and they have their annual fund brunch uh, which again fundraiser December 14th 2015 birthday parties can be scheduled by any group at any time and I have to recommend it it really is a great uh, event and okay uh, the Next, that takes us up to DeSmut, South Dakota. And uh, the pageant, it's the first event there. If you haven't done the pageants before, the DeSmet pageant is the, uh, goes on the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of each weekend. The Walnut Grove pageant does Friday and Saturday. And it is a great idea if you're going for one or the other to try and do both, unless you just absolutely can't spend the two nights because if you've driven that far, it's really worth it to go a little farther. The key to uh, the, well, really, it's a good idea for both of them to get your hotel reservation in and made as soon as possible, but it's really key for Walnut Grove. So if you're going to go to the Walnut Grove pageant, make sure you get that set up first. Also in Walnut Grove, you want to call, or to order in and get your tickets for the uh, pageant, which you can do now. Uh, and in DeSmet, it's a little lax. There's a few more places to stay. There's um, a little. There aren't pre-assigned seats. They're not reserved, so it uh, doesn't. It isn't quite as important. But that's really the key. If you're going to do both, get Walnut Grove set up first, 
and then due to cement and the hotel reservations are the most key for both. All right, so this year they're going to be doing the long winter. Uh, last time they did the long winter, they had a snow, uh, a long winter, uh, oh, I lost the word, uh, those ices that you, that are, uh, you know, where they take the chopped up ice and you pour syrup on it. And I still do not have the word for what you call them, but that's what's going to, they, they had last year. So I'm imagining they're going to do something special, long wintry in the concession stand again this year. And that is always fun. So next year, they have gone to this system where they do one series of the books or one title of the series every year so that if you want to see them all, you have to go every year to see the whole cycle. Next year is going to be a little town on the prairie. And the uh, little something else that's going on different in Desmet. Uh, they were also one of the places that got a new director, and they are looking at things a little differently. They have always staunchly held that all you were getting for the, the um, newsletter was something different than having any kind of membership or anything to the museum, that it was just a newsletter subscription, and that's what all you got. That was all it was doing. That was it. Uh, they are changing this program over and rolling it into having an actual um, membership program. How much you get depends on how much uh, you are willing to pay. There's leveled players, and you have to pay the amount every single year. They are going to be honoring subscriptions uh, until they run out, which as some of us have lifetime subscriptions, we're kind of wondering if they, what they're planning to do about that. But, um, it, and there really isn't any word out on that particular question, but they will no longer be offering lifetime memberships at all. They have also included a wish list of donations in the winter 2015 issue of Lore. And it has a fuller explanation of the new membership program. So even if you aren't a subscriber, if you're interested in what's going on, you can uh, call them and order that a subscription for that one issue. Spring Valley have a Wilder Fest, which is sort of their uh, small town days event. It's pretty early on the calendar for that kind of event. And it's actually in May, May 13th and 15th. They also have uh, the Almanzo Wilder uh, bike ride, and I think there's a marathon there too, and a, a couple other things like that. Um, I guess I should say run. I don't know if it's a marathon or not. But anyway, they're having other sports things. So if you're a sporty person, uh, check that part out too. And But the part having to do with the museum and having to do with the normal kind of days events in town are going to be on the 13th, the 15th. The ice, they have an ice cream social every year. This year it is June 20th. The Eliza Jane school days are going to be June 25th and 26th, and then 28th and 29th. And then every December they do uh, Christmas teas as a fundraiser. They sound just lovely. They don't have the 2016 dates for that, but if you're interested, contact them and let them know. Down in Mansfield, the Future Teachers Group is going to meet at Rocky Ridge Farm on April 8th. Uh, Laura Ingalls Wilder is going to be inducted into the Missouri State University 
Public Affairs Hall of Fame on April 14th, and the grand opening for the new museum is April 22nd. The Laura Ingalls Wilder pageant in, uh, in Mansfield is a little different. It's a musical, and it uh, uses stories from throughout Laura's life, and they also flip which actors are playing the roles. It's kind of an interesting thing, um, and I always like to give them credit for having some of the back, best back support, which as I get older gets more important. Uh, and their uh, program schedule is a little different, too. The other two are basically usually the first three weekends in July, assuming the 4th of July doesn't mess it up. Uh, the one in Mansfield has some dates during the summer and then some more dates in the fall. So this year it's going to be July 15th and 16th, 22nd and 23rd, 29th and 30th. Then... It's going to be September 2nd and 3rd, 9th and 10th, and 16th and 17th. Their Wilder Fest weekend is the weekend of September 17th. Now, heading out east in Malone, their uh, former event that was the Children's Art Festival is now going to be called the Celebration of Youth. And it will be Saturday, July 30th from 10 to 4. They'll still have the art show, uh, essays, an award ceremony, but also kids' art activities, 19th century games, vendors, foods. And they will have the Morgan Horses from uh, the Minor Institute there. The Cultural Festival, Irish Fenian Festival, uh, which is going to be Saturday, August 27th from 10 to 4, and they will be celebrating the Irish heritage of the area and Finian raid reenactments. The annual Harvest Festival and Civil War Living History Encampment will be September 24th to the 25th from 10 to 4. All the Wilder buildings will be open for self-guided tours. The Civil War Living History Encampment and skirmishes will be going on. They'll have pumpkin painting, children's 19th century games in the apple orchard, children's corn pit in the barn, and farmer boy readings. And they will also have an adult juried art show going on for that time, and you can vote for the People's Choice. Food and beverages will be available, including freshly made donuts. They will open up again for their, uh, as they close down at the end of October, but open up again for Celebrate Christmas Manzo on Saturday, December 3rd uh, from 11 to 3, free admission. Come and enjoy readings from the Farmer Boy Christmas chapter in the parlor of the house. Um, adults have to accompany and remain with the child. They'll have cookies, mulled cider, Christmas carols, various activities, and you can shop in the gift shop. Vinton is going into its third year of having a Mary pageant. The Mary uh, Ingalls Society pageant is going to be available on August 5th, 6th, and 7th. And the 7th will be a Sunday matinee. Keystone, uh, the Keystone Area Historical Society always hosts a uh, event for Carrie's birthday, August 3rd, no matter what day of the week it is. And so they'll be doing that again this year. Old World Wisconsin's month of Little House is now six weeks. The World of Little House, as they call it, event will go from July 16th 
to August 7th from 10 to 4. There are different things going on every day, so feel free to go back more than once. And they are the site that uh, lets you adults even wear your pioneer clothes, and they, in fact, don't discourage it like most living history sites. If you go during that month, they will actually give you a discount uh, in admission if you dress up. Heritage Hill, which is in Green Bay, Wisconsin, has long had a uh, Laura Ingalls Wilder event, and it they didn't have one last year. This year it will be back July 16th and 17th. The Genesee Country Village and Museum uh, in Mumford, New York, Laura Ingalls Wilder Days is August 6th and 7th, uh, and the Herbert Hoover Presidential Library and Museum will also be having their Laura Ingalls Wilder Remembered event on Labor Day, and uh, it will be Bill Anderson speaking there this year. Um, the Anaheim White House in Anaheim, California, is going to also be having an event this year uh, that people who are interested in a TV show will appreciate. It's dinner with seven Little House in the Prairie TV stars. That'll be March 19th from uh, 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. And there is, again, a uh, difference in cost. Those who pay the top amount will, uh, well, 15 the uh, first 15 people who are willing to pay the top amount will get to include a tour of the exterior set site in Simi Valley, California, led by Allison Angram, which really sounds pretty darn cool. But uh, if you are out on the West Coast or if you're a big TV fan, that may be something you want to seriously continue, consider. And I think that is... about uh, how long or what we have for uh, this year. I hope that you are looking forward with it with me and that you will always remember to brighten the corner where you are. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.